goes, great minds think alike, but great minds don't necessarily work alike. <gasps> oh, well, for example, people with dyslexia, people like brilliant B. In fact, their brains work in a slightly different way that is quite brilliant, but can also make it a little tricky when you're reading. Yes, I know you understand, Hootie. But here's a super fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. This book, Brilliant Bee, is written in a font, a kind of lettering that is dyslexia friendly. For real! It's actually easier for people with dyslexia to read the lettering in this book, so let's check it out and see what that looks like. Brilliant Bee. Oh, and look. Look at her mind. It's filled with so many things coming out of it. Imaginary creatures and flowers. Look at that. My hands are full of flowers that are coming off of her brain. Amazing. Monster math. Oh, what is this? It looks like like there's a story within the story and there's like some kind of a wizard and there's a okay they got a wand and then there's a singing crow and then she's singing and then there's some lights happening and and a cave what is this all about brilliant b what are you coming up with in that brilliant imagination imagination can take you anywhere. I remember when mine didn't let me leave the classroom. What? Your imagination trapped you inside the classroom? What's that all about? While the rest of the kids in room 11 were lined up for recess, I was stuck finishing my work again. I was stucker than stuck. Stucker than stuck? Stuck in Stucksville, not Stucksville. Population one. I've got the super stuck, stuck in Stucksville. Loneliness blues. Mom always said I have a way with words. Dad always said I'm a real word slinger. My little brother, Charlie, always said I'm the greatest storyteller on earth. Whoa, that means I have competition. The thing is, though, reading and writing are extra hard for me. Mom and Dad told me that's called dyslexia. It's like the words jump around the page and my eyes try to shoot laser beams to catch them like this. Or like this. Those words, they're fast. Every day at school, I was the last one done with my work. The daydreamer staring out the window. The one Ms. Bloom had to use up all of her patience on. And there's Miss Bloom. And then there's the rest of the class. And this kid's drawing. And this one's uh, pointing and laughing. And these two are sharing a secret. And this one's being a goofball. And this one's just like singing at their desk. And this one's clearly catching a quick cat nap. And this one dropped her pencil. I would usually try to tell Miss Bloom a real doozy of a story to get her off topic. Ah, yes, the old destruction technique. It didn't make me very popular with the other kids. Whenever I had to read out loud in 
in class. I just wanted to melt in my chair like a popsicle on a hot day. Oh boy, oh boy, do I understand you. After all, sometimes speaking in front of everybody, oh, it makes me very nervous. If it was a hidden ham surprise day in the cafeteria, I could sometimes fool Miss Bloom that I needed to see Nurse Leo. Oh, and let's see, what's the book that they're reading out loud in class? <gasps> The classic, Cats in Slacks. I know, that is a real classic. Now, if I did have to read, it sounded like I was reading in slow motion. And fast forward at the same time. Wow, that is a lot. In slow motion. And then fast forward at the same time. Woo, that is exhausting. Writing wasn't much better. It's like my pencil wouldn't write what my brain is thinking. Whoa, I'm telling you, that dyslexic brain, it is just thinking in a whole other new way. I hope she figures out how to make it work the right way for her. Beatrice, what's the hiccup? Can I read what you have so far? Ms. Bloom asked. I nodded. She looked at the words I had on the page. I won't let dullying bring me down. What's dullying? Miss Bloom asked. Bullying, not dullying, I pronounced. Oh, uh, offspring technical genius? Oh, can I help you? Could you please put a D up on the board? Thank you. Of course. Now, take that D and flip it around for me. See that? The D suddenly became a B. And in her dyslexic brain, it flipped the letters around. I am telling you, all great minds don't necessarily see things and work things out the same way. Now we're seeing why Brilliant B is having so much trouble with the reading. In her most kind way, Ms. Bloom said, I think you figured it out with your brilliant brain, Beatrice. Bullying is dull. <gasps> Dullying. It is. Bullying is dull. Do you know what brilliant means? Ms. Bloom asked. It means super smart, I answered, in a super smart way. It means bright and radiant, Beatrice. That is the opposite of dull. I'm brilliant. And look at that. She's going home, head held high, walking on air, her imagination flowing once again with beautiful images and ideas. And the flowers are blooming on the road and probably inside her brain because she knows that her mind is working out brilliant things in a whole new way. The next day, Miss Bloom kept me after school. <sighs> is she in trouble? I think not. My heart hopscotched its way to her desk. She opened her drawer and pulled out some sort of an ancient device. Whoa! Is that from, like, the Dark Ages or something? Uh, no, Red Bear. A little more recent. The Middle Ages! Sort of the same thing that you just said. Okay, the Roaring Twenties! Okay, take a seat, please. Wow! It's from when I was a kid. It is... A tape recorder. This is for you to tell your stories. It's a tape recorder. Push this button right there. And away you go. Aw, uh, thanks, Miss Bloom. I'll take good care of it. 
That's right. It's ye old tape recorder where you can record, well, the sound of anything, including the brilliant ideas in your brain. Sitting alone at recess was not a new activity for me, but this time I pushed the red button. Red for record. Cleared the frogs from my throat. <coughs> my two kids, Charlie and Victoria, the words flow. It all began one ordinary day, and in the end, the three misfits knew they had experienced something extraordinary. Why are you talking to yourself? And what's that weird thing around your neck, Beatrice? Asked Rudy. Hey, Rudy! Now, normally, I would shrivel up and just wish him away. Not today. It records all of my stories. I answered snappily. Mm, he looks very curious, this Rudy guy. So... The small but mighty girl with the scarlet cape and the golden griffin went into the cave of enchantment where they found the nightingale whose magic could restore her voice. <gasps> what she's describing were those beautiful pictures that we saw at the beginning of the book before the story had even started. Remember that? That I said, oh, it looked like a story within a story? That's what we were seeing, the stuff going on up here. Now, what does this kid have to say about that? I love to draw. Maybe I can make some pictures for your stories. Oh, he was doodling earlier in class. I like that. I smiled back. You can call me B. That's what my friends call me. And right here, a beautiful partnership has just begun. We have the words, and I do believe we're about to get the pictures to go with. And you know what's made of words and pictures, don't you? Picture books. That afternoon, Rudy helped me feel unstuck. So there they are, everybody getting in line for recess, getting ready to go. And these two are like, like, I can't really tell what they're saying, but you know, it's like they're collaborating. Or, I'm sorry, the word is, they're collabing now. And look, she's like gesturing, and it's going to be like this big, and it's going to do this. And he's looking up and getting inspired, and he's already writing some stuff, and he's got some juice to keep himself strong, and they have a snack. After a little time, recess meant that me and my new friends gathered by the oak tree. Mmm, recess meant that my new friends and I gathered by the oak tree and sailed off to far away adventures, 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 adventures. See, everybody's gathered around. They're, you know what is happening right here? They're having a live kid time story time. Then the wizard pointed his staff at the girl, but the nightingale spread its wings over the girl to let the light shine down on her. The whole cave glowed. As the girl's voice came back to her, it rose until its beauty shrunk the wizard to the size of a goosebump. Or just a game of foursquare, or both. Learning differently wasn't something to be afraid of anymore. No siree, Bob. My best friend and I, who is now Rudy, the artist, along with B, our brilliant writer, my best friend and I created a comic book that the class loved so much, Ms. Bloom made copies for everyone to take home. Look at that. And it, it looks like 
this right here. This was a comic book, and there she is singing, and then there's a wizard, and there's the cave that they were talking about, and the bird. And someday, you will become who you were meant to be. Do you see what just happened? That's Brilliant B. And that was her artist bestie, Rudy. And they wrote a book together when they grew up called How Brilliant B Found Her Shine by Beatrice St. Clair. And all the other kids are there watching, listening, and learning. And look, look at that. It's a beautiful book. It's fascinating, very artistic. Look at that. She actually became a writer because she found a way to be brilliant in her own way. And see, because she wasn't afraid. And that is the end of the read aloud. That is the end of the read aloud, man. And I hope you learned something from that. And this is also spreading awareness to all our people that are dyslexic. Yes, if you did not learn something from this episode today, I hope you learned about dyslexia. Yes, there are people that are dyslexic in the world. Like she said, there's some people that learn a little different. They learn a little slow, then read a little fast at the same time. So, I hope that y'all learned from that because that is a lesson that we all should learn. Never treat anybody different. You know, it doesn't matter if they have autism, or they're autistic, or, you know, or Down syndrome. Um, You know, just throw uh, simple things out there. You know what I'm saying? Or nonverbal. They can't see. They can't hear. Or either they can't smell. Never treat anybody different. And if anybody that you know is dyslexic, don't treat them any different because in the end, we're all different. Like she said, minds do not think the same. Every mind thinks different. Every child thinks different. Autistic kids think different from the autism kids. And then, you know, the Down syndrome kids think different from the, you know, the autism kids and, you know, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Every kid thinks different. You know, the dyslexic kid thinks different from the, you know, the kid that can read fast and, you know, things, you know, with that. And some people don't understand that, you know, right there that everybody thinks different don't treat them different because i don't treat anybody different because the way that i was raised i don't you know what i'm saying it doesn't matter your autistic autism or anything or down syndrome or anything like that big main three or anything like that or you could be dwarf you could be a dwarf as well and you know what i'm saying and i wouldn't treat you different because i'll still treat you like a a human being because that's how i was raised and i could tell y'all that because i'm not that type of person that has been you know look at everybody different oh because they do that oh because they do this and some people have schizophrenic and stuff now this might be a pretty long one right here and some people have like schizophrenic this you know some people got social anxiety some people got depression i mean you know some people got a whole lot of things you know some people got adhd but don't ever look at somebody uh different because they have that condition and some people can't read so don't look at people like that because a lot of people don't want to look don't want to look at you know they're still a human being either way 
they're still a human being and you should always always look at someone how you would look at yourself and don't treat nobody different because you think that you have an advantage over them because you think that you got more book sense and you think you're more smarter than them god created everybody different and this is a word for acceptance that is the word for today acceptance don't look at some and i'm gonna say this don't look at somebody if they don't if they they have for their brain is dead and they can't think like like you think they think differently you think don't get mad at somebody because i'll be honest with y'all this is gonna be a little long i'm sorry but i'm gonna be through the thing is i have family members that's like that our family members always thought i was crazy and shit and you know think i'm like i'm stupid and shit yeah i'm calling they i'm calling their asses out no, i don't give a fuck fuck them i'm calling them out anyway the thing is people don't understand that i always have family members that always take you're you're crazy. You're this. You're that. You're this. You're that. You're this. You don't know how to. You don't know how to do this. You don't know how to do that. And they would always ask, "Do he know how to do that?" Oh, he saying he don't know how to do that. But my ass done lived so many lives. I done lived so many past lives. It ain't funny no more. I done lived seven thousand fucking years. And you think I don't fucking know what the fuck I'm doing, bitch? The thing is, you gotta be like this. Don't treat somebody different. I done seen people, and I can't stand that. And that's one thing, the reason why this is kind of long. The reason I can't stand when people do that, I have, you know, I have, you know, cousins and stuff that are autism and things like that. And I would never treat them different like that. And I can't stand people that do that. You pick on an autistic kid or autistic kid, you're going to have smoke with me real quick. And I ain't going to like your ass because I'm going to tell your ass, that, uh, I'm going to tell your ass, well, you, you better stand there. Don't play with me like that. Well, anyway, I can't stand stuff like that. And I can't stand, I got, I'm calling my cousin out. Fuck them too. I'm going to call their ass out too. Because I have cousins that always pick at everybody. It, it doesn't matter when they go to church, if they do this, they go do that they're always picking at somebody they always picked on me but you know what the thing is you better hope your child don't come out autistic you better hope your child don't come out looking deformed because baby why are you picking at me you don't know what you picking at hello somebody mm. and that's my word for today but like i always say make sure you go check out living through the journey with wisdom also go check out good days with going go check out talks with cast make sure you go check out christina santiago's podcast and also make sure you go ahead and check out right life podcast and make sure you go check out unapologetically romel on youtube supporting our black creators and make sure that you go to their channels and i will see y'all in the next podcast peace